Hello and welcome inside the Chris Evans Podcast, a part of Second Banana Media. Joined once again by the LJ head coach, Brett Clark. Coach, appreciate you stopping by and yeah. good time to be a LJ right now. Yeah, we're doing good. We're on a roll, so yeah, I'm yeah. excited. 10 and 5 overall, 7 and 3 against 5A schools. I think you've won seven of your last 10 matchups, and it's really good to get busy here. But uh, a couple of weeks ago, you were really busy with the Hera tournament. Correct. And another game on that Tuesday night. And so you got all three tournaments in this year with all three with the trophy at the end. Yeah, so that's exciting. Yeah. And, you know, we won the Noble tournament, and that was a tough tournament to win. Yeah. So, you know, I think winning that kind of proves to them that they can play with these people, and they need that type of energy and confidence going into playoffs. And so. you won two out of three games at Kingfisher. The one loss was against a Hera team, and, of course, you follow girls basketball. Uh, Hera is a really good ball club, but uh, – uh, you got to like that team's performance in terms because regionals will be coming up here uh, later this month and just gives you the atmosphere of a regional atmosphere. Yeah, so the tournaments are good because, you know, just like playoffs, you're going to play three games in a row. Um, and the stakes are a little bit higher because it's either a single elimination or double elimination. Either way, you know, your right. season might be over. So that added pressure is on as well. So if we can at least get that exposure to those three games in a row mm-hmm. type atmosphere, um, the more we get to do that, the better. So, And good news, you finally got to play a game with the boys on the same night inside mm-hmm. the high school gymnasium. You guys uh, took on uh, Noble, won that game, and what a performance by uh, a junior guard. I know, yeah, yeah, Mariah. 25 points. Exactly. Yeah. And we've talked about that all season. She's very – her personality is very reserved. She works so hard. Yeah. Um, but some, she's very, very quiet. So I was, I'm like, hey, listen, you know – Angel does her thing, and we've got our shooters and everything. Mm-hmm. If if you, you know, you play your role well, but if you play that plus be a scoring threat, I mean, we're going to be unstoppable. And she's really stepped up to that. I'm so proud of her. Yeah, 25 points. It shows you that if she goes out and works, that she can be a performance, put on performance like that. Yeah, and, I mean, her steal, I mean, her points came off of steals, rebounds, like all the little things she just does right. Um, yeah. So she's a very good example of what a basketball player should look like. And what an atmosphere. Uh, uh, you know, we bragged, bragged and rag on the wrestling duel attendance, but for the first one combined, it was homecoming, but it was still packed. Uh, a great crowd. Yeah, it was packed. I was yeah. actually pretty surprised. I was too. <laughs> so I was too. That was so exciting to see that the community is excited about it. Um, we played well in front of them, so hopefully that will kind of encourage them to come back. So that was fun. We were scheduled to play Piedmont. Weather got it. Weather got that one postponed. Be made up probably at a, at a later date. Uh, so we've lost two games to weather this year with with Piedmont and Ponca City. But looking to add them back to the schedule. Of course, we have one more regular season game with Piedmont scheduled as well. Yeah. So the ice storms have been crazy. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, so we've kind of been on a weird schedule. It's going to put us at three or four games a week in the next two weeks. You know which. Is good and bad because yeah, yeah. bad, we're going to be very tired. Um, we've got to make sure we're doing everything smart, stretching, eating right. But at the same time, you know, it gives you that playoff atmosphere yeah. again. So yeah. it's, I mean, you kind of have to look at the bright sides too. So I'm hoping we can get all those games rescheduled and play them and, you know, get everything we need to do. And God. Yeah, and speaking of playoffs, uh, this is the week. We have one more game w- with Carl Albert on Friday. Mm-hmm. And then that puts all the games into the into the book officially where coaches will vote one last time for a playoff regional uh, setting. Of course, we talked about this conference year in, year out. Yes. I mean, it looks like, again, maybe three of the four teams in this conference will be hosting once again this year on the west side. Yeah, so uh, it, it's exci- <laughs> it's good for our conference, but at the same time, you're like, oh, man. Yeah. Uh, 
But yeah, this next ranking is the last one that'll count towards playoffs. Right now, we're in a pretty good spot. I believe we're ranked seventh on mm-hmm. the west side. Um, so if we can keep that, or even you know, if we play well on Friday, we can move up a spot or two. That would just put us in a really good position for playoffs. Yeah, it's uh, you know, right now, Carbert one, Piedmont two. El Reno three, Mark MacArthur four, who'd be hosting that spot. And I think there's a chance with a, a good performance against Crawford, it could move up to maybe that sixth spot. Now, whether you play Piedmont or El Reno on the road for regional, I, you know, there's matchups and all that good stuff. It's still going to be tough right. uh, with this with this conference and regional play. Yeah, it's going to be tough. The good thing about it is if we can get past that first game, it's double elimination. Yeah. So, you know, I I think we have a good chance to to beat anybody, you know, as anybody else does. Yeah. However, if we do slip up after that first game, at least we're high enough to where we don't have to play two powerhouses yes. now. We have to play a powerhouse and a very good team as right. opposed right. to, you know, having two of those just unbelievable teams in one spot. So that helps a lot too. And the good thing about this conference is you'll be ready for the Piedmonts, the Crawfords, and the Arenos, and you've already played a lot uh, MacArthur already at the mm-hmm. beginning of the season. So no matter where you may go for the playoffs, it will not be a surprise. Yes, so at least we know what we're getting into. Um, we know it's going to be tough, but yeah. at least we're not going to get slapped in the face. Hopefully not get slapped in the face yeah. with it. So it's exciting. 15 games into your first year, what, how's it going? It's going really good. It's yeah. going a lot better than I expected <laughs> it to be. I don't know if I, I didn't give myself enough credit or, or got through or what, but yeah. um, my mentality going into it was, okay, just get through it, you know, make it a little bit better than it was last season, and yeah. the girls have just exceeded any and all expectations that I had, and I think the community as well. So that's exciting for them. So what's it like? I mean, you're you're calling it all the inbounds plays. You're calling all the traps. You're, you're, I mean, you're you're doing it. I mean, you've done you've done you've coached many times before, and not as an assistant, but as a head coach at other places. But uh, what's that? Uh, what's that? Smooth, easy going. Haven't noticed. I mean, it's pretty smooth. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. They're very coachable. Yeah. Um, and we like to play fast, and I've always loved to play fast, and we have yeah. those tools to do that. So. Sometimes it's better for me to say, hey, just go out there and do your thing. Do, yeah. do what you need to do rather than try to take them step by step. Because at the end of the day, I want them to play basketball. I don't want them to be robots. Right. Um, and I think they've really found that middle ground of, okay, you know, I need to do what I need to do, but I also, you know, sometimes reel it back a little bit. Yeah. So talk about, and of course, you were at Arena for three years before coming to Guthrie this season. Uh, the coaching in this conference is unbelievable. Coach Eric Carr, Piedmont, Coach Richard Carlbert, Jennifer Douglas at Arena, Wendy Wells at Shawnee. Uh, Noble's got a great uh, young coach. I mean, just talk about game in and game out coaching uh, right. against these uh, these uh, people. It's intimidating for yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, coming in as a first-year head coach, um, you always worry about when you draw something up, you know, what are they going to do to counter that? Yeah. Am yeah. I going to have a counter for the counter? You know, how did they scout us? What are they going to uh-huh. do? Um and a lot of the – sometimes when teams are evenly matched, it comes down to coaching or sure when the does. game is yeah. close. So those have been intimidating because they are extremely good coaches. And they've been – a lot of them have been there for a while, and they know the ins and outs of our conference. Um, but on the other side, they've all been very helpful as well. Um, yeah. You know, I reach out to Jennifer a lot, and she always answers my questions. Um, they'll all come up and talk to me when we play games and kind of tell me, you know – this is what you should do. This yeah. is what you shouldn't do. All that stuff. So they've been helpful as well. So when you went up against your former team, El Reno, was did they have the same plays? Did they change up the terminology, or I mean, did you have to change it up a little bit? Um, I'm. <laughs> they have the same plays, but I'm ninety percent sure they changed the terminology. Okay, because there you go. They she called. I think she called out box two or something, and then uh-huh. they ran like box one. I was like, okay. oh my gosh. But um, <laughs> other than that, it was pretty good, you know. Yeah. So, yeah. How, how was that reunion going back? 
Tell me no. It was good. I liked it. Yeah. Um, I, I watched the handshake line and uh, yeah. I saw the hugs, and I bet that was uh, pretty cool after the game. Right. It was yeah. cool. Um, I had a lot of good relationships with the people in El Reno. They're great yeah. people. It's a yeah. great community. Um, so going back there, I was kind of unsure of how it would go, you know, because we're, you know, that night we're rivals, but we're also, yeah. <laughs> we have those relationships. But I think, you know, they welcomed me back with open arms. Um, and they were all super proud and excited for me and my team. So that was, you know, nice to see. You, you've seen El Reno. You've seen Lock MacArthur on the floor. Getting ready to play Carl Albert on Friday. You were getting ready for Piedmont on Tuesday. What does Piedmont and Carl Albert present that you got to prepare for, your team's got to prepare for? So both teams are pretty guard heavy. Um, so that can be good and bad for us. We struggle against post play a lot. Yeah. We, don't have, we don't really have any bigs. Right. Um, so the good thing is I think we can match up. The bad news is it's going to be a, a battle of the guards. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so there's no way to, you know, go to their strengths and weaknesses because their strengths and weaknesses is ours. Um, the difference is they've been doing it longer than us. So we're going to see. It's yeah, gonna be exciting. absolutely. Okay, I got to talk a little bit. I got I took my game notes uh, during the Noble game, and right here, 1 o'clock, held the ball at the end of the second quarter, and in one minute at the end of the third quarter, held the ball. You were up. Uh, it was actually, I think, tied at the – end of the quarter, maybe at first quarter, but uh, the shot clock has always has been a, a conversation. Yes. And you are the perfect person to ask this question because you played at Dell, small small ball. You're coaching El Reno, now at Guthrie. You play Juco basketball in Enid. You play Division One basketball down at UTA. Mm-hmm. Shot clock. I think the big schools want it. The small yeah. schools don't. When you when they took the polls out, the OSA took the questionnaire out to the – tell us about shot clock. Yay, nay. So, I, to be, I can see the argument for both sides. Okay. I really can. Um, for me personally, transitioning from not having a shot clock in high school to having one in college was not that big of a difference okay. just because, you know, 35 seconds, 40 seconds, whatever, is longer than people think it is. Um, there's very yeah, few yeah. possessions, you know, right. that we had that. So, I don't think that was a big deal. I do think it would – kind of upgrade and forward the game of basketball as a whole, mm-hmm. as Oklahoma, um, kind of catch us up to where maybe we're lacking in spots. But, you know, I use not having a shot clock to my advantage. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm going to keep using it just Absolutely. because, you know, people like to sit in that zone against us because we have those fast guards. Right. Um, so I'm not going to make my girls dribble into the land of trees. Yeah. They'll come out and guard us, you know. And they let you. I mean, that's the, yeah. that's the argument is that, you know, if you can do it, the other team's going to let you do it, then if that's what you want to do, then right. that's part of the strategy, the in-game strategy, which that's one of many things you have to do in games with adjustments. Right, and, you know, it keeps us out of foul trouble. Yeah. Um, our, our, we're not very deep right now, so it kind of gives them a break. So, and I'm not about holding. Some teams hold it for like a whole quarter. I'm not I about know, that, but I know. maybe two minutes at the end of the game, I'll, I'll use that. So, yeah, I can see both sides. You know, I haven't really seen a whole lot of that in five a six. They need it for the shot clock. Right. Now, there's times at state tournaments at the big house. I mean, teams will hold them on their hip for like four minutes, mm-hmm. and you're like, I mean, when you're doing, when we produce a lot of games, so when you're doing eight games a day, you're like, okay, this will get us on back on schedule, back on time. But I just couldn't imagine. As a coach, letting someone do that for four minutes. Right. Yeah, I don't. Now, if you're the underdog and you're up by four, I mean, there's a bunch of different ways to look at that, but it was just, it's basketball. It's play. Right, exactly. Yeah. I don't, you know, holding for that long is crazy. The object is to win. So, yeah, you know, yeah. it's one of those things where you got to do what you got to do to win. And if yeah. it's, if you're clearly outmatched and you're up by six, you know, that might be your best bet. But I can see how that's 
frustrating to people who want the game to progress. Yeah, I think that one time it would, you know, I said earlier, 5A, 6A, you really can't tell the difference. But I think once you're, if you're in a four-point game with a minute and a half, it comes into maybe a factor a little bit when you're thinking two-for-ones mm-hmm. and, and fouling all that good stuff. So uh, it'll be interesting. I think it eventually be here. It will. I think it yeah. will, too. It'll, I mean, it's going to come regardless, whether it's in two years, three years, whatever. But it's coming to Oklahoma, so. Guthrie travels Carl Albert Friday, uh, number one team, 5A, right? Correct, yep, yeah. on the west side. So Got got beat by Piedmont, though. They P- did. Piedmont was, got them. It was an intense game. They yeah. won by one. It was just back and forth. Um, they play pretty similar. You know, I think Carl Albert might have a little bit more, maybe a little bit more size. Both yeah. were pretty guard dominant. So it was just kind of a battle of, you know, who's, who's ahead when the shot clock goes off or when the time goes off. Yeah, so. I, uh, I saw Coach Carr from Piedmont's head coach, uh, Facebook uh, win with Carr, and they were pretty pumped, rightfully so. So Yeah, it's a big win. It's good yeah, to win. It is good. We need to get Coach Carr and the Wildcats in the 6A, and we can right. <laughs> breathe a little bit better. <laughs> exactly. I'll just move on up. So. Move on up. Coach, we appreciate you stopping by. Best of luck against Carl Albert. And, yes, it's on the road again, but it looks like maybe five home games in a row. I mean, Piedmont reschedule might mix up a little bit there, mm-hmm. uh, but uh, Ponca City coming back. So a good stretch of games coming up in February. Yep, we have a lot of home games, and then, you know, Carl Albert's not too far away. So not if you want to make that yeah. drive, it'll be a good game. Yeah. So. Well, we appreciate you stopping by. Yeah, thank you so much. Lady J head coach Brett Clark, we uh, invite you out to Carlbert on Friday. Then a whole bunch of great games inside the Guthrie High School Gymnasium beginning next week. That'll do it here. We'll talk to you next time here on the Chris Evans Podcast.